Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello, and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on ACAST. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. You should send your questions about cleaning or anything else, really, to JolieCare at gmail.com. Laundry School 2018 continues apace, and today I am joined by Alan Henry. Hey, Alan, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me back. I am very glad to have you here. I have to tell you, I uh, we kicked off Laundry School this year with a discussion of vintage clothing smells, oh. and I was like, you know, I was sort of fooling around with the topics that I picked out for this year's Laundry School and like who, what topics I was going to match up with what guests, and I was like... Well, Alan was the editor on that story, so it would it would work to have him do that episode with me. But Hannah Kaiser um, is a like great shopper of vintage clothing, and actually has like had me. She came over to my house one day and had me show her how to hand wash vintage clothing to get oh, smells cool. out and stains out and all this stuff. So like she's actually seen me do that that whole routine with like the hand washing and the Dr. Yeah. Bronner's and the blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll make that the Hannah episode. And then when Alan is here, I'm going to do machines. <laughs> that sounds fun. Because like, I know you also kind of get into like the machinery stuff and like, yeah. we both love using power tools for cleaning. And I, I just thought that like a discussion of gaskets would <laughs> like thrill you in like all that's, of your Allen places. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's why I picked out the machines episode for you and not the vintage one. But you guys, Alan was, was my editor on that, that New York times article that I did on the vintage clothing smell. Um, and so I'm also like poor Alan had to study. You had to suffer through it cause you had to listen to the episode, but <laughs> Alan had to suffer through reading draft after draft of me describing the smell of vintage clothing as bready. Bready. That was probably my favorite adjective. Yeah, it was really, it was really like incredibly evocative in all the wrong ways. And of course, I'm also like, don't take it out. Like I'm talking to, I'm talking to other editors. I'm like, no, don't take that out. That's perfectly accurate. People will understand what we mean. It really was like everyone was like, yes, like I get it. Like, yes, it's making me feel things. Uh, (laughs) Hopefully today will be a little bit less like I feel things. Uh, Because we're just going to be talking about machinery. I'm sure we can get a little gross because it's me. Um, (laughs) Before we get into it, I want to remind you guys that I offer bonus episodes and all sorts of other cool rewards to my premium subscribers. If you would like to help underwrite my show and listen to Chip Chat by becoming an Ask a Clean Person, the podcast patron, go to patreon.com slash Person to help support my show. As a reminder, even if you don't want to listen to Chip Chat, um, the support from Patreon like really, really helps to uh, keep this show going. Uh, it helps to keep me going. Um, and it is literally only $2 a month. You you spend more um, in a day at Starbucks than on uh, supporting my little show. So if you just want to like say thanks, Joels, for all the fun and hot tips and and ruining of great things like the word bready uh <laughs> support my show on patreon um already so we actually we have a lot to cover today because okay. we're gonna be we're gonna mostly be talking about the like 
machine settings, the washer Ooh. settings, the dryer settings, how to clean a machine. Nice. Um, so we have like a lot to cover. I'm going to have you read the first question from Shannon. Sure. Let's see. Shannon writes, dear clean person, thank you for explaining permanent press on the dryer cycle. Could you also explain what permanent press means on the washer cycle? Also, what is your stance on putting in the detergent first at the bottom versus last on top of the clothes? Oh, my God. Yeah. I know the answer to this. <laughs> I, I use li- liquid detergent if that makes a difference. Thank you. Okay. Uh, well, I'll... I'll jump ahead a little bit. Oh, please do. To the second part. I'm going to I'm going to give you guys like a full rundown on on like literally how to load the machines. But the the jolly care frustrating answer is there's there's no one answer. Ah! Yeah, but there <laughs> but there's there's one answer for each different kind of washing machine that you might have. The problem is that there are different kind of washing machines in the That's world. That's true, yeah. Uh, and they have to be loaded differently. So we're going to get into that. Before we get into that part, uh, let us talk about our washer settings. Um, <laughs> so actually, and I can tell you, like, this is another kind of funny um, New York Times thing. I don't even know if you know this. I wrote a laundry guide that came out last year. It was yeah. last year, right? Yeah, it was last year. I, the time has lost... All meaning for me. Uh, (laughs) The months are days and the days are weeks. (laughs) Um, So I wrote this huge laundry guide and uh, there was a section in the guide that explained what different washer and dryer settings were, what they meant, when to use them, you know, all these different kinds of things. And so one, I mentioned that just to say that like there is what we're going to talk about on the show today. There is like a written version of it in the New York Times. So you can go and find that online if you want like a refresher course. It's literally called How to Do Laundry. Yeah. Like it's very easy to find. Um, But the feedback that I got internally from the, the New York Times was that of every single thing in that guide, it was like a two or three thousand word guide. It was yeah. huge. It was very, very long. Um, that the thing that people were most uh, like fascinated by, or that they had their the most like eureka moments over, was that I defined what permanent press meant. <laughs> that was the thing that New York Times staffers were like the most wowed over. Um, and I thought that was great. I was very tickled by that. And actually, yep. to be honest, it didn't really surprise me that that was the thing. No. Um, so let us talk generally about washer settings. So first, we have to say that washer settings vary a, a lot from machine to machine. This is especially true if you're talking about the difference between older machines and newer machines. Like, if you have a newer washing machine, you probably have like 10,000 settings yeah. on that thing. Like, if you have one of those LG dealies yeah. or like, you know, they're they've they're, they're like these crazy, crazy settings that, like, cook asparagus for you, you know. Um, no joke. They will, like, steam your stuff. They will. There's a steam setting. Like, you, yes, there is. I wouldn't suggest cooking your asparagus in your washer, but you probably could on the steam setting. Um, so I have to give that caveat to say that, that it, it would be impossible for me to cover at what every washer setting is and does in this because now there are so many. But these are some general... Um, Rules that you can follow or things that you can look for. Um, so first of all, there are basically three main functions that go on with a washing machine. The first is cycle length. The second is cycle speed. And the third is water temperature. On some machines, these are separate functions. So you can pick your length, your speed, your water temperature, all separate of one another. On other machines, and this is especially true of older machines, sometimes those are linked. So if you pick a certain... Um, a certain cycle setting, it may combine, it may automatically pick for you the length, the speed, and the water, the water setting. Right. So just to know that. 
uh, let's talk about how we define all of these things. They're pretty obvious, but like also who is sitting around thinking about what washer settings mean other than <laughs> Jolie Care? So I'm going to tell you what they all mean so that then you know and you're like, oh, yeah, this makes complete sense. Um, the cycle length, which is also sometimes called timer, is how long the machine cleans your clothes or whatever you have in there, your towels, your sheets, your asparagus i don't know <laughs> whatever is in there this is gonna be a running uh, joke now yeah absolutely it is <laughs> this is the asparagus episode um, um you want to use the shortest possible cycle that's appropriate for what you're washing so the the less time that your clothes actually have to spend in the, we're gonna i'm gonna use clothes as the catch-all the, the less time that your laundry has to stay in there yeah. the, the the longer it's gonna last the le- the better off it's gonna be because it's not going to be, like, banged around as, as much, Agitated right? Agitated and yeah, whatnot. exactly. Yeah. Um, so you want to use the shortest length, shortest cycle possible that's appropriate for what you're washing. Shorter cycles are the ones that you want to use for less soiled clothes and for delicate clothes. The longer cycles are the ones that you want to use either for very bulky items or for hev- heavily soiled stuff. Um the cycle speed talks about the speed and the force that the um, the various cycles go at. Right there, the high, highly scientific term there. They, the, the speed at which they go. They go. <laughs> Close enough. It's fine. I mean, you know what I'm talking it's about. Fine. Everyone knows. Everyone, Everyone knows. Understands. Everyone gets it. Everyone gets it. Um, so the cycle speed is actually the place where, where the, the terms can vary the most. Sometimes they're called... Regular, permanent press, and delicate. Sometimes they're called the following things, that, and this is what they translate to as well. <laughs> Sometimes they're called fast slash fast, fast slash slow, slow slash slow. So regular is fast, fast. Okay. Permanent press, to answer the question, ah. permanent press is fast, slow. Okay. And delicate is slow, slow. Slow, slow. And what the, and what those are talking about is the wash cycle and then the spin cycle. So the spin cycle is what happens at the end when you know the clothes start like flying around. They're like being whipped around in there yeah. to extrude water. Okay, that's the spin cycle. The wash cycle is obviously when the water is being pumped in and then pumped out and then pumped in and then pumped out and right. the detergents coming in and being introduced and all of this good stuff is happening in there. Um, so when you're talking about regular or fast fast that's actually and this is also true of the dryer settings we're going to get to that when we get into the second segment we talked about our dryer settings the regular setting on most washers and dryers is actually kind of a misnomer because it makes you think that it's the thing you should use yeah and actually for the most part it's the thing you should not no, use, use. Oh, yeah geez. um it's especially true in the dryer but we're like, we're, I'm getting way ahead of my spo- spoiler alert. <laughs> second, second spoiler alert, you guys. Um, so the the thing about the um, the cycles and to and to define you know permanent press again because that was really what the question was um, is that permanent press is a fast uh, wash cycle and a slow spin cycle. That's going to actually be the best choice for most of your laundry. What that's designed to do um, is to do reduce wrinkling at the end, the, oh. the slower cycle. Yeah. Oh, that so it doesn't like keep all your stuff pressed against the side of the drum while it flies around. Exactly. Like if you think about that, that um, like 
amusement park ride where you get like stuck yeah, up the against the graviton or what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That one. Um, like the faster you go, the more the more you stick, right? Yeah. And so that's kind of the way that uh, the the washing machine actually it is exactly, it is exactly the way, way yeah. it's centrifugal force. Yeah. Um, the way that a washing machine works. So um, sidebar to this, part of the reason that I wanted to do um, this episode about machines was that I recently did um, an article for the time about dog messes. And one of the questions mm. had, um, it was a part that we ended up cutting out because we, we ended up not really wanting to answer the part of the question. It was The woman was like, I have a, a stacked washer, dryer, and the washer doesn't have a center agitator, so I don't think it gets anything clean. And I was like, no, that's not the way that washing machines work. work. That's funny. So I actually went to um, to, to someone at the wire cutter who's an expert in appliances, yeah. uh, Liam McCabe, who's been on this show, who I like have to have back on this show. He's great. Um, he's great. He's amazing. And like Liam explained all about how machines agitation in front loaders work um and basically what it is is that the yes there are no there are no fins that are kind of beating your clothes around but the way that the the spinning works um along with the design of the interior of the drum is what creates the agitation Agitation, yeah Yeah, exactly and actually that they the front loaders clean clothes better than the old style top loaders top with loader. the center agitator. Even though you feel like, well, I'm beating the hell out of the clothes in right, there. Right, right. You think like that's what's cleaning your clothes and it's not. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that because like my dad just got a brand new washing machine. It's a top loader, but it also doesn't have a center agitator. And I first Those looked at to it, me are the ideal machines. I looked at it. I'm like, this is so strange because I'd never seen one mm-hmm. until he got one. And of course, my clothes have never come out cleaner because I'm I'm that guy. I go visit my dad, and I still take my laundry. Oh, yeah. But like, but well, he's got a fancy new washer. You'd be crazy not to. And he wants me to use it, yeah. so don't judge me. But like, it's it's fantastic. And I never th- at first I'm like, I is this? Did they forget to bring yeah. part of it? <laughs> Their parts missing. <laughs> but then of course it works great. Yeah, the thing is that I think it's so great about the top loaders that don't have the center agitator is that you can still use them for pre-soaking and long-soaking things in a way that you can't with oh, a yeah. front loader. Yeah. Um. So it gives you like all the benefits of the top loader without any of the drawbacks because the center agitator is a drawback. Yeah. Um, which actually, when we do ne- the, the last episode of Laundry School, I can't believe the next week is the last episode of Laundry School. Oh. Um, I'm going to talk about um, all the things you can wash in a washing machine that you maybe wouldn't think that you can wash in a washing Ooh. machine, like asparagus. Like asparagus. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, and, and actually, and one of the things that we're going to talk about is shower curtain liners. And shower curtain liners are one of those things that can definitely be, sorry, spoiler, I guess this is just a spoiler episode. That's fine. Um, <laughs> um Shower curtain liners are great to wash in the washing machine unless you have a top loader with the center agitator because the center agitator will just like rip it to shreds. I tried that once and I was like, oh, I must have done something wrong because it just got torn up. Yeah. Because it was that. That's why. Because it was caught under the agitator and like in that spot where like underwear goes to die. (laughs) Yep. Okay. Yep. Indeed. Um Okay, actually, on that on that note, yeah. that, that's a that's a great seg <laughs> right into how to load uh, a, a washing machine, which <laughs> so is, your underwear doesn't die. So in that the bottom. your underwear doesn't die. Yes, that's very important. Um, but because really, it's based on the type of machine you have. Oh, sorry, I should quickly say, I didn't go through water temperature on washer settings because I think you guys all know what they are. It's yeah. it's hot, warm, or cold. Uh, so anyway, moving along to how to load. If you have a top loader. 
What you want to do is you want to start filling it with water. Okay. Then add the detergent. Okay. And it actually doesn't really matter if you use liquid versus powder versus pods. But if you use pods or powder, it's pretty imperative that you do it in this order. Um, liquid is a little bit is a much more forgiving right. type of laundry detergent in that it, it poses less um, issues around dissolving properly. But the pods and the powder do need to be dissolved fully. And if you put them on top of dry clothes all the way up at the top and it's like above the water right. line, yep. it's not going to never going to dissolve. It's not going to dissolve and you're going to get deposits and it's going to be a whole mess. Ooh, and blah, blah, gritty blah. jeans. Yeah. 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 Ooh, just what everyone wants. <laughs> everyone wants those. Yeah. Gritty jeans. <laughs> um, so if you have a top loader, and this is regardless of whether it has the center agitator or not, this is true of all top loaders, um, you want to start filling it with water, then you want to add your detergent, kind of like let it get all submerged in there, um, and then you add your closing. Then you can shut the lid, the cycle will go, and you're great. The fabric softener. Ooh. Don't lose your mind, Alan. Al, you guys, Alan loves fabric softener. Well, hold on. We're still friends. <laughs> hold, well, I mean, there's a gimmick. There's a catch okay. that, oh. you, that you will approve of. Okay. Go ahead. No, no, no. You go first. Okay. So here, here's the thing. The, um, the fabric softener in a top loader goes in. Some top loaders have a compartment for them, but generally speaking, the compartment for the t- and I didn't know this. I actually learned. I, I like. I had to go to laundry school at Procter and Gamble like a bunch of years ago for a story that I was doing. Yeah, and I actually learned this in in Procter and Gamble learn, la- laundry school. Um, the compartment, generally speaking, for liquid fabric softener in a top loader is the center of the agitator. Really, it like comes open. During the rinse cycle, what? and like flings the liquid fabric softener into yeah, because it because liquid that, fabric softener is meant to be dispensed during the rinse cycle, right? Um, wow, isn't that crazy? That's so weird. Isn't that crazy? So like, I mean, if it so you have to dump it into this little tube in the side, it goes like all the way down and then back up. No, it's it like or there's you put like it a, in the, there, the center the, in agitator the center. has like a cup on top of it that you put the, the liquid. The and fabric yet that's where you into. pour the liquid fabric and softener. And it just flies out, and then of it there. like flings it out. <laughs> yeah, there's like a mechanism that like the cup like. I don't know. I don't know exactly that how it works. So, yeah, it like rises like a phoenix. That like, is some weird. Isn't that the weirdest, weirdest thing, thing in the world? <laughs> <laughs> so, and if you have a if you have a, a top loader like Alan's dad has that doesn't have the central agitator, there will be a separate compartment for fabric softener. Uh, okay. <laughs> but in the ones with the central agitator, the compartment is the central agitator itself. That it's is so weird. So weird. So weird to me. And the thing is, I don't think a lot of people know that. I think no. a lot. What a lot of people do is they put the liquid fabric softener in with the detergent. At the start, and like oh that's God. not that's not when it's meant to go. In. It's meant to go in during the rinse cycle. Yeah, nobody can see my horrified look. Yeah, no. <laughs> like I really hope no one does that. Yeah. If you do that, stop doing that. Yeah. Um, sorry, man. All right. What do you want to tell me about fabric? Okay. Softener? Yeah, I love fabric softener. <laughs> I I love fabric softener. I just don't use. I don't love it on clothes. I love fabric. This this calls back to my old life hackery heart. I love fabric softener for. I love fabric softener. Or I love. You're gonna tell me you use it on towels, and you're gonna hurt me. Oh my goodness, no! I will never ever use it on towels. Okay. Um, No, I love fabric softener. I love dryer sheets. Okay. For one, because I clean with them and I keep them around the house. That I approve of. And they're I keep a 
uh, box next to the door. I put them in my shoes. I use them for scrubbing soap scum off of glass Yee, surfaces. My favorite trick. <laughs> um, but I, I have I have little to no use for liquid fabric softener. Okay, that makes uh, me happy because the mean, liquid stuff really makes it's, me it's wild. Awful. It's awful. Yeah. And I would never like. So when I told you that I love fabric softener and you were upset, I was like, oh wait, until she finds out that I don't like it in laundry at all. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that's actually exactly how I feel. Yeah. I, I the dry, dryer sheets are great except for in laundry. Yeah. Um, okay, that's great. See, see, I, see? There, was no, there was no problem. I should have known there was no problem. How could you and I ever have a problem? See, that was I was waiting for it. I was like, wait until she finds out. She's going to love it. I do. I'm very happy. I'm very, very happy. Um, but yeah, right. don't use fabric softener in yeah. your laundry ever, please. Um, okay, let's talk about how to load a front loader. Because oh, yeah. then that's going to be probably nowadays what most people have. Newer machines tend to be front loaders. Yeah. Um, there are compartments for detergent boosters, including fabric softener, um, that release at the right times during the cycle. Um, a lot of times the compartment that you want to use for various boosters, like, you know, oxygen bleach, chlorine bleach, bluing, white vinegar for odors, like whatever it is that whatever add on thing that you're using, a lot of times the compartment is labeled bleach. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> it's a, I understand why it's yeah. labeled that, but it's, a, but it's a bit of a misnomer because that's actually the one that you want to be using for any kind of booster. Right. So there, there should be a compartment for, usually there's like a pre-rinse for detergent, there's detergent, there's one that will say bleach, and that's, right. the, that's the one for all of the, you know, Boosters like and your then OxyClean, your Borax. Yeah. And yeah. then there may be a separate one also for, for fabric softener. Kind of, but the again, this is a place where like machines are a little different. Um, so that is where those products will go. There are two, two pretty important things to know about this though. First of all, if you are using a, a one liquid and one powder, those things should not go into the same compartment. You're basically going to gum up the, the compartment <laughs> if you do that. So whichever way that you're using your compartments, keep powders with powders and liquids with liquids. The other thing is that if you use detergent pods, this comes up all the time, all the time, all the time, is all the time. Is the answer stop? If you're using detergent, no, there. I stop. like detergent pods. I, I really? think that there. Are, I think there are a lot of really good reasons to use detergent pods. Yeah. I, it really depends on your laundry setup, first and foremost. Yeah. Like for me, I launder at a laundromat. It is right. so much easier oh. for me to use the pods, pods. than to carry like a, a huge heavy bottle of like yeah. Yeah. So if I had my own laundry setup. I would use probably I would use liquid, right. but for my needs, the pods are great. That's cool. Um, for a lot, there are a lot of different reasons why pods work for people. So I I think that they're you're pod agnostic. You're fine with pods. Yeah, I really am. Yeah, I really am. Yeah. Um, I just don't eat them. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, just, as if a, that needs to be said. Yeah, I, yes, it does. <laughs> it probably does need to be said. Actually, needs to be said. Um, so that's that's the the thing about. Oh, sorry. I totally like lost I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was just so excited about pods. Okay, so here's the thing about pods. Pods always, always, regardless of the type of machine you have, whether it's HE front loading, whether it's regular front loading, whether it's top loading with center agitator, top loader without a center agitator, does not matter. Pods always go right into the drum. Okay. You never put them in a compartment. <laughs> it's not going to work. It's going to be a big old mess. Oh, no. The other really important thing about pods is that they go in first. 
Oh. They go into the machine first. So, okay. um, you know, we already talked about that when we talked about the, the top loader that, like, you start running the water, you yeah. drop the pot in. In a front loader, you can't start the water before you put all the all stuff, stuff in. in. Um, but you do need to put the pot in first, then load the clothes, because otherwise what's going to happen is, like, the pot is going to be up at the front of the... <laughs> Of the machine. Like, you're going to stuff all your clothes in there because I know you're overfilling machines. I know you are. Uh, every last one of you is doing it's this true. thing. Um, sometimes I even do it. Oh. Um, well, laundromat. <laughs> oh, that's you know. true. I have a pretty I mean, good system. It costs money. <laughs> yeah. Well, now here's the thing. I actually have a pretty good system in that I use the large size um, LL Bean Boat and Totes as my laundry bags to take yeah. to the laundromat. One full Boat and Tote is one full load. Machine, yeah. At the machine, well, yeah, one full machine. Yeah. So it's like an automatic way to ensure that I'm not like you know bringing so much laundry. Like, <laughs> you can't do it all. But every <laughs> once in a while, yeah, I'm like, oh, sh- sh-, I'm like mm. put- punching <laughs> towels in there. Like, get in there. I want to spend another two twenty five. Hey, that, that's two twenty five. That one, that one lone towel yeah. that won't fit in there. Like, you're going, you're fitting in. <laughs> yep. It's like, it's like the subway. You know, <laughs> it is like the subway. <laughs> like, I'm getting on that car. Uh... <laughs> um. Okay, so that is that. Those those are your your loading instructions. Um, You know, I mean, I think it's stuff that you know. Again, when you hear it, you're kind of like, well, duh. But who's who's thinking? But it's but you have to hear it because you're not spending time thinking about this stuff. So now you've heard it. Now you're gonna know it forever, and you're gonna be like, you're gonna be a champion of laundry, really. And if anybody, no one else needed it, I needed it. I needed to know whether or not I should put the detergent in first and then the clothes, or put the clothes in first and then the detergent. I'm that guy. Yeah. See, now you know. Um, All right. So this is a good time for us to take a quick break. Alan and I will be right back with more about your machines. This is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Julie Kerr. I'm joined by Alan Henry. We're talking about washers and dryers and fabric softener. And fabric softener. <laughs> fabric softener. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, before we move into the, the dryer segment of things, um, we have one more question about washing machines. Uh, this, is a, this is a Twitter one, so it's like oh, I always boy. humiliate my guests by making them read these Twitter handles. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Oh, Magic Cat Jack. <laughs> Pretty good one, right? Magic Cat Jack asks on Twitter, hey, so I couldn't keep my front loader washer gasket clean, so I decided fuck it for a year. I can curse, right? That's fine. Oh, yeah. Yes. (laughs) But but now it's awful and smells and looks moldy. Really, Magic Cat Jack? (laughs) You were the one who said fuck it for a year. It's not it's not easy to replace one. I, I'm 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 the cat again. <laughs> it's not an easy to replace one. Would it be overkill to wipe it and stuff every nook and cranny with bleach water soaked cloths? <sighs> uh, <laughs> my friend I actually have a, an important correction dear cat to 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 this tweet it it didn't say I decided 
Oh, no, it did, it say, did say. I read it wrong. He was the one who said thought, fuck, fuck it for a year. I thought he said, I decided to fuck it for a year. And I have been sitting, well, on, that's this, horrible. I've been sitting on this tweet <laughs> waiting to use it in laundry school for weeks and weeks. Because I wanted to talk about, like, well, fucking the machine isn't actually going to be the no. right. And, and no. ask for consent first. Yes. And like, <laughs> <laughs> but you were right. I was wrong. I damn it. I was really excited about I'm that. I'm so sorry. That's not your fault. It's like apparently I can't read. <laughs> it's like, maybe I should consider a different career. I mean, you know, we could always do another show about fucking laundry machines. <laughs> I mean, listen, someone's done it. So uh, someone absolutely has done it. Absolutely, definitely done it. Um, all right. So cleaning machine. Cleaning machine is super super easy. Yeah. The bleach is going to be overkill. I'm going to talk to you for in a, in a minute about why I don't want you to use bleach for this operation, even though you certainly could. Um, what I would like you to use, no surprise, white vinegar. Yes, yes white vinegar. My favorite. Uh, your our favorite, favorite thing in the world. So you're going to use one cup, maybe even two cups, if you're feeling sexy. <laughs> <laughs> if you're we're you just really going to continue the machine up yeah, before you fuck it. We're just going to continue this trend of romancing laundry machines. Light some candles, turn the lights down low, put you on know, some music. Tell it it's pretty. Treat yeah, there it nice. You go. <laughs> Admire its new haircut. There you go. Um, okay, so one one cup of white vinegar is going to do it. You're going to run it through an empty machine with hot water. Oh, hot, hot. Okay. You want to use the hot water for this operation. Yeah. This is actually a great time to clean, in, unless you have the center agitator. This is actually a great time to clean a shower curtain liner. Oh, yeah. Because it'll get the... All the, the same, same stuff. Same stuff. Yeah, it'll get it clean. <laughs> um, you know, if the idea of running an empty load really bothers you, in in this case, because it's so moldy, I wouldn't even use it for anything else. But this that is a good time to do um, the... The shower curtain liner. Um, so you're gonna you're gonna do just a you know re- regular cycle hot water, one cup of vinegar. Um, w- the one thing that's important is you do want to like make a note, like put a put the timer on your phone or like whatever it is, and get back to the machine right as its cycle is ending. Right. Because then what you're gonna want to do is when it's still steamy, you're gonna want to go in and give all of its parts a scrub. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it makes more sense to do this at the end of this because the steam and all this water is going to start helping to flush out all of the buildup of detergent and fabric softener and any mold and mildew that may have developed. And I mean, there's also like this comes up all the time um, from parents who cloth diaper Oh. Um, that like you're washing poopy diaper. Also, yeah. if you if you are a parent who who regularly is washing diapers in your machine, this is something that you're probably going to want to do like every three months. This yeah. is like a regular maintenance thing. Yeah. Otherwise, like once a year is fine. Right. Um, or as like a problem arises. So what you're going to do once the cycle is over, but when the machine is still all steamy, <laughs> it's feeling sexy. <laughs> Man, this is just fits right in. <laughs> Um, is that you're going to go in and scrub all the compartments, so your detergent compartments, um, the gasket, all of that area um, with just a toothbrush. Oh, yeah. yeah, just a toothbrush. Easy. Easy. The other thing that you should have is a thin rag. And you do want it to be right. thin because they're, you're talking about pretty small 
spaces and corners that you were going to want to basically like use your your finger in a thin rag to kind of like wipe out and wipe away residue and all of that stuff. The thin rag is also what you're going to use to really clean that gasket out um, with all that mold. So you're going to dip it into the white vinegar and you're going to like scrub pretty hard. I mean, the you know, a gasket is rubber, so it's it's pliable. Like you're not going to really be able to like super, super (laughs) scrub it. But like you do want to put some elbow grease into it. it. And then the last thing that you want to do is you want to leave the door open so that the machine can dry out. Oh, yeah. This is especially important if you're talking about HE machines. HE machines are notorious for developing mold and mildew. Um, This is actually just like a, a, a problem that they have, even if you're doing all of the right stuff, like it is just probably going to happen. Yeah. Um, so what people, what, what manufacturers actually recommend, this would be, I could never, ever have an HE machine in my home for this reason. They actually <laughs> recommend that you leave the door open after every use. Really? Yeah. Oh, I mean, wow. that I that, would be like monsters in the washing machine time for me. I would be so like leaving I'm, a door open. No uh, way. No, nope. 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 Do it. Nope, can't do nope, it. Couldn't nope. do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have to like go get a new machine. I'd be like, nope. Just like, can't live this way. This is inhumane. Um, <laughs> Thank you for understanding oh, that, Oh, I completely <laughs> understand that. No, no, no. Close um, all, I close all the doors. I close yeah, all, I mean, cu- just all the cu- latches and the, the apertures. Okay. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here for this. Yep. I always feel so seen when you're here, Alvin. <laughs> I really, really love I have to. You know what? I have to have you come to a guest residency. Do you want to come to a month? Sure. Okay. We'll we'll do that. I think yeah. I'm, I think I might not do any more residencies for the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, just because also like. Once we get into November and December, it's all holiday shit and making uh. someone have to like do multiple holiday. <laughs> it's bad enough on me. Um, so maybe I'll have you come to uh, yeah, next new, year, new, whatever. New, new year, new you in yeah, January sure. with me. Okay. Well, well, I'll have my people call your people. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so yeah. So leaving the door open, if you have an HE machine, is basically like you want to add, you want to make that your laundry day routine you always want to do that but for other machines just generally after you've done a clean let leave leave the doors open just let everything air and dry out that's really going to help matters okay so let me let me talk to you about why i don't want you to use chlorine bleach chlorine bleach will totally fix that problem ten thousand percent the problem with it especially when you're talking about cleaning gaskets Mm -hmm. is that it's very easy to leave bleach residue behind and if the next load of clothes that you do are your darks (laughs) Hope you like streaky dark clothes. I hope you like polka dots. Oh. Yeah. So I just meant it doesn't mean you can't use bleach. If you're like, nope, I want to bleach the hell out of this thing before I fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> and we're right back here again. <laughs> it's fun having an indie podcast. It was really fantastic. <laughs> no editorial I'm, oversight. Uh, <laughs> it feels great. Wow. <laughs> Haven't felt this good in how long have I been at the times? Two and a half years. <laughs> Um, then by all means use the bleach, but I, but I really, I really strongly recommend against it. Um, especially when we're talking about cleaning the gasket out, I just think it's a much safer, uh, choice to go with the white vinegar. Um, the other option that you have, because some people hate the smell of white vinegar. I, I, it's hard to believe, but true. I know. Um, I've heard of these people. (laughs) I know. I've, I've heard that they exist. I've never seen one in the wild. Um, is that there are commercial washing machine cleaners. Like basically like. Every brand that makes laundry products also now offers a washing machine cleaner. Like Tide makes one, Carbona makes one. I'm pretty sure Arm and Hammer makes one. Like they're all these things, and they're and they're all kind of different. Some of them are powder, some of them are tablets. Blah blah. They're all great. They work. 
they're expensive. Yeah. And you don't need them because vinegar is cheap in there and works and can be used for other stuff too and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But if you hate the smell of vinegar or if you just like – there are some people in this world – like our, our pal Tim Herrera yeah. is one of them. There Wait, are people what? who just like like to buy products. Oh, right. Yeah. Like they're product people, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And like that's fine. That's like fine. I totally, totally get that. Yeah. Um, so if like you want to buy a product – that's like bespoke Spe- for, specific thing to do a specific thing <laughs> for when you're romancing your washing machine. <laughs> sure. <laughs> then you can buy one of these. You absolutely, however, do not need them. Right. You do not need them. White, white vinegar will work great. All right. So on that note, we can move along to the dryer. Oh. Yeah. I know. It's getting <laughs> washing really, ma- I was going to say, washing ma- machine ma- was very sexy in intense. here. <laughs> we're making it a three-way. We're bringing the dryer now in the room. we're bringing the heat in. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we've got um, we've got a question from Matthew. I love awesome. this question, by the way. All right, Matthew asks, Hi there, thanks for the tips. Because of them, I've moved almost completely to vinegar for cleaning our house. Well done, Matthew. With the occasional bleach blast for our stovetop and toilet. Well done, Matthew. I knew you'd really like that one. Uh, yep. A question came up recently that I thought I'd pose to you. I always use the time function of the dryer, an hour for normal loads, 90 minutes for when I shove as much into the washer as possible, and adjust, adjust the temperature setting based on the load, medium for clothes, heavy for dish towels and tablecloths. But visiting some family, I watch them dry my clothes on the automatic cycle, and I had and still have no clue as to the difference, if any. Any thoughts? A, I have thoughts. That's a good one. It is a, here's the thing. It's such a good one that I actually didn't answer this yeah. in that huge laundry guide for the times. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and I and which I realized today when I went back to it because I obviously I went back to that guide when I was writing my show notes for today. Um, and I was like, oh my god, I didn't talk about the difference between timed and automatic dry, and that yeah. is actually like really interesting and fascinating. And I yeah. think it's going to blow a lot of people's minds. Oh, bring this because um, I, I think it's going to blow your mind. It probably will because I I am one of those people. I often use automatic because I assume that the dryer knows right. Right? It knows. Spoiler. It does not know. It knows. It does know. Yes. <gasps> yes. Oh. Yes. It knows. It's freaking wild. That's great. It's totally wild. Okay. So Vindication. Before, before we get into the wild thing about yeah. like what your machine knows about you. Yeah. Um, let me talk about the general dryer settings that, that we have in the world. So um, way back in that first question that we had, the letter writer referenced me explaining what permanent press on a dryer meant right and so i want to and i was like well that would be very mean if i went through this whole episode but never and never explained to everybody else what it meant oh, <laughs> like oh that's this. a fair point <laughs> <laughs> um and i think i think probably what that what she was referring to was like an old laundry school article that i wrote <clears throat> after a bunch of writers from jezebel Ooh. Asked me what permanent press uh, meant. Yeah. Um, she may she may have been referencing the Times article, but like the way that the question that question was written, like that didn't seem yeah. like a Times reader. That seems <laughs> like, like a, a Jezebel reader. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so here you know, and again, I got to give that same kind of spiel that I gave about the washer settings. Like there are all these different fancy dryer settings in the world now, but generally speaking, these are the ones that you're going to find. Um, there is regular permanent press, delicate tumble dry, and then. There's the option to not machine dry, to air or line dry. Right. Um, which also, wait, sidebar. <laughs> oh, please, a, please tell me about this. It's always so funny when a New York Times writer sends me a Huffy email and is just like wrong about something. 
<clears throat> I can't imagine that ever. I got one. I I or I I got it a, a little while ago, but I I read it yesterday because I was sorting through all the responses to the dog mess article. Right. Because um, we're gonna do a follow up on cats. Obviously, fair's fair. Oh yeah. Um, also, I would like everyone to commend me that I started with dogs, not with cats. That was oh. on purpose on my on my part. Really? Because I am like notorious for being like a dragger of cats. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> the reputation is fairly earned. I'm 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 I may have written an early ask a clean person entitled Get Rid of Your Cat rid Seriously, of your- <laughs> They're Revolting. I might have done that. Uh was on a site that doesn't exist, so you can't prove it. You can't prove it. <laughs> Site's <laughs> archi- gone now. The archives are still up. Damn it. Spoiled again. Um So in any event, so I'm gonna do a follow up about cats and I was I was going through the the emails that I got. Tons, by the way, tons of emails from that one. Really? One crazier than the next. Most of them great and really, really nice. Some of them, you know, whatever. You're going to get a few bad apples. Um, And one of the ones that I got was this like, well, did you know about this product? I can't believe you wouldn't mention it. Which I also love that I can't believe you. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Like, oh, buddy. Also the I can't believe specific product. Right. Really? And like the the presu- like there were there were like two presumptions one that like I hadn't heard of this product mm-hmm. and two that it was the right choice for the questions that I was answering which actually right. it was not the right choice which is why I didn't mention it. mention it yeah. it'll be mentioned in the cat one because it is going to be the right thing for the cat thing anyway right, it's right. it's nature's miracle you guys a lot of New are York you Times, serious a lot a lot of New York Times readers are very <sighs> concerned that I don't know about nature's miracle oh my goodness I'll say that anyway but this particular one was like did you know and then in his sign off he spelled his name wrong his own name yeah <laughs> And it was Henry. He spelled Henry wrong. What? <laughs> and it's, no relation. And, you know, obviously, no, this is his first thing. Oh, and, good. like, you know, the thing is, is like, <clears throat> obviously, I wouldn't do this because it's unprofessional and also just, like, a waste of time and energy. But, like, I really <laughs> wanted to write back and be like, I didn't even know about it. Did you know that Henry is spelled H-E-N-R-Y? Oh, my God. <laughs> but I didn't do that. I just fantasized about it a little bit. More power to you All right. for not doing that because I, know. I have not been as disciplined in the past. So... Mm. Mm. I'm a freelancer. I'm nervous no, constantly. That's, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. Um, <laughs> okay. So uh, sorry about that. Like complete departure that we just like, but it's kind of funny and interesting it to is. hear about these things, right? <clears throat> um, I oh this was oh this is why I was telling you about the reader responses. Oh. So to the laundry article, I got an an e- I can't remember if it was an email or a tweet. Someone was like, I can't believe you didn't mention line drying, but right. on this whole thing, oh, and I right. literally took a screenshot of this section that says air air and line drying like blah 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 right. <laughs> like said send it, it to them <laughs> i was like it's yeah. literally right there dude like, yeah. come on and of course it was a guy of um, course okay so sorry on that note here are the dryer settings <laughs> and what and what they mean yeah. um so first of all there is regular <sighs> so frustrating to me yeah regular is the highest heat you guys regular <gasps> is like regular is actually the last setting you want to be using oh Wow, and it's okay. and it's named so poorly, yeah. because it really leads people to think like, well, re- regular, regular. This is what I should be using. These are my regular clothes. Like yeah. they don't need anything special, so I'm going to put them on regular. No, oh wow, it's the highest heat setting. It's the one that you want to use for things like towels, like oh. your really heavy, yep. bulky items, jeans, hoodies. Like the sidebar though on. Especially things like jeans and hoodies, if they're like 
nice ones, you don't want to use the high heat because it's going to fade them. Oh. Yeah. Oh, right. So, so I just like, I want to, I want to mention that. Don't like be throwing your like, you know, $200 black, you know, (laughs) hoodie into the regular heat dryer because it's going to be gray in like three months. Yeah. That's so good to know. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. I had, yeah. Because I, I was one of those people. I'm like, oh, regular. Oh, regular. It's not yeah, special. Hit the so and actually, that. in that laundry guide, like, there was like a, a kind of like cheeky line about yeah. that that was like, I forget like what I said it, but I was basically like, this is like a, a terribly <laughs> named. Yeah. <laughs> it shouldn't be used on the regular. Yeah. So. <laughs> I can't believe they yeah, let me get away that's with that. Fantastic. <laughs> well done. Oh, my God. So, yeah, that's actually how you guys are going to remember it. Jolie made the worst joke in the history of jokes in the pages of the New York Times. Or the best joke <laughs> in the New York regular, Times. <laughs> regular should not be used on the regular. <laughs> um, the thing is, is that sometimes the really bad jokes are like what I know they're what get. They, they're the ones that get people to remember them because they hear oh, me yeah. saying like, this is a very bad joke. I'm sorry. But like you remember it. Yep. So that's all that's all I need in life is for you guys to remember this. It's stuff. the New York Times. Trust me. Like, oh, yeah. There have been worse jokes made. <laughs> there have been worse jokes made unintentionally. <laughs> <laughs> also that. <laughs> um, OK. So now we get to Permanent Press. Our friend, our lovely friend, Permanent Press. Permanent Press is actually the one you want to be using the most. It's going to be the right cycle for almost all of your laundry needs. Here is what it is. It's a medium heat cycle that has a cool down at the end to prevent wrinkles. So just like the slower roll at the end of the washer cycle is designed to help prevent wrinkles. At the end of the permanent press cycle, there's a longer cool down period that will help to ease out wrinkles in clothes. Now, I also, I got to say, because on me, the best way to prevent wrinkles in clothes is one, to not overstuff your machines and two, to fold immediately after you've taken your clothes out of the dryer. Mm -hmm. Yes, that is the best way. But if you're not going to do those things, uh, and I know you're not because I know you guys, uh, <laughs> you hurt my heart at every turn, um, then permanent press is the way that you want to go. Um, the next cycle uh, that you'll find is the delicate cycle, which is sometimes called um, low heat. Uh, it's just exactly what it sounds like. It's a it's a low heat um cycle the delicate cycle also i have to say is a little bit ill-named in that this is the one that you want to be using for like your gym clothes and stuff like that because you don't want to be drying anything that has odor issues also vintage clothing right um anything that you're trying to get an odor out of um or that has a tendency to retain odors for any reason certain fabrics will retain odors more than others um which also i think we talked about in that vintage article um some of them just will uh, if you have fabrics that you know retain odors, if you have something that you're washing that's very um, smelly, like your your athleisure, your gym clothes, whatever it is, um, use the delicate cycle. Even if the clothes themselves are not particularly delicate, you want that lower heat. High heat in a dryer will basically like cook in any <laughs> lingering odors. It's really, yep. really, really revolting to uh. think about, but it but it happens. Like you're baking the loaf of bread, <laughs> you know. Um, if you want your clothes to smell that, bright. <laughs> <laughs> then the last one um, is tumble dry, mm-hmm. uh, which is sometimes also called uh, no heat, or sometimes it's even called air dry air on dry. the machine. Yeah. Um, that's no heat. That's like using that's like using the no heat um, hair dryer. Oh, right. it just moves air. Around. <laughs> yeah, just like moves air around. <laughs> um, but it will help to dry things because of the tumbling, um, and also just because it's it's being exposed to air. Um, 
Okay, well, let's get into answering the meat of this question, the auto versus timed. All right, <laughs> you're just going to blow your mind. This could be great. Auto dry detects when the clothes are dry and shuts off the machine. Uh, what? It also gives, wait, this is, it gets even wilder. What? Okay. There's another like level on which it can work, which is that the auto dry usually offers you three options within auto dry, less dry, normal, or more dry. Right. And what you can use less dry for is things that are highly prone to shrinking that you want to have dried until they're just barely damp but not fully dry. Right. So the machine will shut itself off when it senses that the clothes are just damp, just barely damp. Oh, my God. And then you can take them out and you can allow them to air dry and then you can fold them. Normal will sense when the laundry is dry. That doesn't mean it's going to be bone dry, however. If you need things to be bone dry, and I'll give you two examples of things that you might want to be bone dry. Towels um, and also sheets because oftentimes you want to fold your sheets immediately and put them into a linen closet, which means you don't want them to go in there with any moisture on them at all because that's going to lead to mildew problems and then it's going to infect your whole linen closet Mm. and it's going to be a whole mess. You're going to have to get damp rid. You're going to have to call me. Like It's going to be a whole thing. Uh, (laughs) You're not going to call me because you don't have my phone number. Someone (laughs) tweeted at me the other day. This was so funny. They were like, I listen to so much Jolie Care that I feel like I know her, and I just caught myself going to text her. What? <laughs> and I was like, that was like the funniest thing. How would like, you do that? She it was like such a dad. Like, she's like, oh, I'm going to text Jolie. And she was like, I don't know Jolie, nor do I have her phone number. Like, what? <laughs> that was so funny. Just pop open your contacts and find I know, right? Jolie there. Um, That's good, though. That's loyalty. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Okay, so the more dry is the one that will detect when there's no moisture left in the machine at all, at all at all. So that's how you use it. So really, you do want to be using the auto dry. The auto dry is a great, a great setting. I lost my words. (laughs) It's like once an episode, I just like stroke out and lose my words. (laughs) Oh no, wildest thing. um, it's a, it's really like the kind of the setting that you want to use if you want to use something that's not like the regular permanent press delicate tumble dry right. um, if you're offered it. It's, and, it and, it's, and it's very helpful to know the three different options that you have within that and yeah. why and when to use them, which leads me to this last thing that I hope is going to really blow your mind. Okay. I learned this from, I'm not kidding you, New York City's fanciest dry cleaner. Oh my, okay. So New York City's fanciest dry cleaner is a, an outfit called Madame Paulette. And oh, it's, yeah. oh, you know Madame Paula. Yeah. And it's owned by, do you ever want to go tour the facility? I'll take you up there. What? Yeah, the facility is in Long oh, Island City. I would absolutely, I would love to. Okay, I'll, t- I'll call Johnny X. Oh, my Johnny God. X, run- literally Johnny X, P.S., really? runs the facility. Okay. Johnny X is fascinating. Oh, wow. Um, you will love him. That's I'll crazy. call him and I'll okay. just be like, we're just, we want to come and take a tour of the of the facility and like, that is you'll be, crazy. your mind is going to be blown. You're blowing my mind already. Well, here's actually <laughs> the thing. I'm going to do that because I have promised, um, I promised my listeners and I actually made this promise almost a year ago when James Dell was my guest on oh, this wow. show. Our old friend James, <laughs> James Dell. Um, he asked me something about dry cleaning. And I was yeah. like, I need to do an episode explaining like the myths of, about dry cleaning. Like, 
how, literally, first of all, just how it works yeah. and what to use it for, what not to use it for, like oh, yeah. the difference in in like your regular corner dry cleaner versus a specialty cleaner like Madame Paulette, all the way right. up at the very high end of things and right. like everything in between. Um, so why don't we go tour Madame Paulette and then why don't you come on and we'll do that episode together? Oh yeah, that would be really, yeah, that really would be fun. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, so the owner of Madame Paulette is a guy named John Modestian. Okay. <clears throat> and John Modestian is like a fabulous character. He also happens to be the boyfriend of one of the Real Housewives of New York. Yeah, there's a whole thing. Oh my God. <laughs> it's a whole thing. So a couple of years ago when I was still writing for Racked, I went and did a feature on John and on Madame Paulette. And the idea was that, like, he's interesting just because the business is, in- is interesting, but also because he's on Real Housewives of New York. Right, like, yeah. <laughs> um, so he has become, like, a, a celebrity in, a, in his own right. Right. Um, and his clientele is celebrities. And, and, it, and it, was a fa- it was a very, very interesting and fascinating story. I loved writing it. Um, John told me this thing that has stuck with me. I did not know this. So interesting. Shrinkage in clothing happens after it's already dry, after the fibers are completely dry, but while it's still being exposed to heat. What? Yes. Oh, my God. You guys, Alan just, like, jumped forward. He's so excited. <laughs> His mind just blew Alan's mind. What? Yes. Isn't that freaking wild? That is crazy. Yes. I always thought, like, it was while the, while the fabric was still wet and nope. being exposed to heat. What? It's after it's already dried, but still being exposed to heat. That is when the shrinkage happens. What? So that, to, to tie this back into the time dry, right. is why you would want to be using the less dry yeah. setting, yeah. especially on things that are highly prone to shrinking. Because if you use a less dry setting, it's going to shut off before that garment is bone dry, which means it will not shrink. That is amazing. Now, if you've already shrunken in hot water, I can't do anything can't, for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I can. You can go get Unshrink It. Do you know about Unshrink It? No, what's Unshrink It? Unshrink It was developed by a Harvard Business School student. As it's a part real of her, thing. This as, is a product. As part of her senior project. And then she went on Shark Tank and she got funding. And it's a real product. And she's been on the show. I interviewed her with, back in the first iteration of the show when I was on a different network. Whoa. Yeah, I'll send you the episode. Yeah, yeah she's She's actually really like interesting and fascinating. Um, That's so cool. Yeah, very, very, very cool. And um, and Unshrink It is a real product that works. So now, yeah. now I'm, I'm like looking off to the side because like my little physicist mind is running. I'm like, how do you decoil that like a fabric without damaging it? And like she clearly has the answers. Do to you want to do a story? Do you want me to do a story for you? On that it? would be fun. Like we, we should whole, absolutely do. She's fascinating. S- um, and like I also I really like it because not only is it a story like that's that's just like. It's a cleaning story that comes out of Harvard Business School, which is totally wild. Yeah. But she's a woman and she's a minority. And, like, I just, like, love that angle to it so much that, like, you know, it's just it's, she's such a fascinating story. Um, yeah. We Here should. for this. Yeah. Okay. yeah we should talk about All right. this. <laughs> and also, like, I feel like she probably I would like to hear about her shark take. Yeah. Like, what was that about? Like, yeah. how did that go? I mean, I know a little bit about it, obviously, because I I asked her a little bit on the show about sure. it. But, I mean, I'd like to dive in more and, like. You know, and now it's been a few years, so she probably has even more to say about like wh- how how helpful or not helpful that was. And so, anyway, we'll 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 talk about that. But I'm cool. glad you're excited about it. Cool. Hey, this was a fun episode. Oh my god, we, I learned so much. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, it ran a little long, which I was I kind of knew it would because I knew we had a lot to cover. Um, so we are we're gonna sign off and we're gonna go do chip chat. We've got some uh, we have a whole bunch of listener chips that we're gonna eat through today. We're really really excited. Um, thank you again to all of my listeners who have been sending chips, and it's just this has been so fun. Um, if you guys want to listen to chip chat, and you really should, like chip chat is just a great <laughs> great load of fun, and I'm I'm really enjoying doing it. Um, please consider becoming a patron by going to patreon.com slash person and selecting one of the amazing rewards I'm offering to my listeners. I would also love it if you would subscribe on Acast or iTunes, leave a rating, and tell your pals about this weird little cleaning show that you love so much. And of course, thanks to you, my listeners, for joining me for another episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.